everybody. Welcome to the PR podcast. Give you guys a better insight on how to master your bodies and help you guys raise your PRs in and outside the gym. My name is Joseph. I'm here with my two hosts, Morgan. Amazing hosts. And Annabelle. Hi. How are we doing today, guys? Fantastic. And welcome to episode one. So we're super excited to finally get this podcast up on its feet and rolling. Um, we're here to spread fitness awareness and to kind of give our opinions and to bring science involved as well. Obviously, we want to spread, you know, the right kind of knowledge. And we're also going to be giving like our personal opinions on workouts and nutrition and supplementation and everything in and outside the gym. All right. So let's let's get some introductions. Let's get started with figuring out who who we are. Why are we on this podcast? Why should you guys even care or listen to us? Exactly. This is your why. What separates us from the other fitness podcasts out there? So I think independently, we all have different stories where we got into fitness. So I want to hear about that. I think we all more or less knew each other from the gym. So I think today will be an opportunity to hear about our history, how we got into fitness and health um, and what our experiences have been and where we are now. Yeah, this is kind of a un. It wasn't the, the most um, expected group of individuals, right? Because yeah. we all we all kind of know each other through mutual friends, but us three, like, we never really hang out outside of the outside of the podcast. Yeah, and, we're not friends. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> and so, but it, so it's kind of it was that guy Morgan's a jerk. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of cool that all three of us kind of got together, considering we all have different backgrounds. Me, I'm I'm more bodybuilding. Morgan is more powerlifting, and then we have Annabelle, who's more nutrition. She doesn't really do much lifting at all. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> Joseph's kidding. a jerk as well. <laughs> <laughs> and so when we first got the podcast like idea going, it was originally going to be uh, just Morgan and I. And then uh, we decided to bless Annie and bring her on to the uh, podcast with us. And now since we're kind of getting this going, we kind of regret the decision a little bit. But since she's already here, she has a seat. We kind of just kept rolling with it. So to be fair, Joseph, I'm going to do a little defending here. So Joseph and uh, myself, we're more application kind of people, layman kind of people. We like learn this stuff by on our own, right? Yeah. Self-taught. Trial and error. Uh, Annabelle, she's the brains. She has the credentials. She's the smart one of the group. Mm-hmm. So we thought it'd be the perfect balance for this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And we're kind of same thing. Like we're kind of boneheads when it comes to nutrition. Like we know like the basics, but Annie, she knows like the in-depth book smart type stuff. Advanced human metabolism. Yeah. Yeah. So for all you nerds out there, you know, (laughs) (laughs) she's the one who talks really, really slow on the mic. Good stuff. stuff. (laughs) She says really long words very slowly. Yeah, so we really want to get into like these introductions and just like Morgan said, like why should you guys listen to us and why should you guys you know listen to our opinions and kind of what we do in fitness? And so we'll we'll let Morgan, since uh he's a little more the shy one I think, on the I think mic. Ladies should start first. So Annabelle. You guys are both being shy. Okay. I could start. So where to begin? When I was three. What got you I'm in just kidding. Yeah. When did you start? So, okay, I guess my introduction to like being active in fitness was uh, I played soccer pretty much all my life, like as a, as a kid. Uh, my kids signed me, or my kids, I don't have kids. <laughs> my mom signed her kids up for various things. So I got signed up for soccer. Uh, we tried karate, we tried cheerleading, but I really enjoyed playing soccer. In high school, um, I did cross country soccer and track. Um, and high school is also where I got my first introduction to the weight room. So our cross-country coach had us go into the weight room and um, 
kind of work during the off season just to build up strength so that we had the endurance to run three mile races. Um, out of high school, I played in a couple adult soccer leagues. Um, when I started college, uh, I wasn't too sure what I wanted to do. So I did business, business marketing, graphic design. I tried to go those different routes. I had a general education nutrition class that I took um, and actually fell in love with it. So um, the professor, he is a strength coach at Cal Poly Pomona, and he uh, was talking about intermittent fasting. And this was years ago. This is um, a concept that was brand new to me. And I was really curious about what he was talking about with nutrition. He was very science based, obviously. Um, so I made the decision to switch my major to nutrition. I transferred to Cal State San Bernardino, got my bachelor's degree in nutrition food sciences. Um, I got right out of high school. I got a membership at 24 Hour Fitness. I started lifting. I was also doing a couple half marathons. I still enjoyed running. Um, and I also did a little bit of cross country during college and like a little bit of my undergrad or sorry, CrossFit. Oh, man. <laughs> I respected cross country. <laughs> so a little bit of CrossFit. Just uh, I got like a Groupon membership to like a CrossFit gym and I liked the barbell stuff. So that was a lot of fun. Like we said, guys, we, we, we didn't really know each other too much before this podcast. We're just learning this for the first yeah, time. We're too. just learning this for the first time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so anyway, fast forward a little bit. Um, so I got my degree. Uh, I've done a little bit of nutrition coaching during my undergrad and I Right after I got my bachelor's degree, I went right into my master's. So um, I was really passionate about the community health education portion of nutrition. So you can go into dietetics, you can go into community health, you can go into food service with a nutrition degree. Um, most people go the dietetics route. That's going to be the individuals who are working in hospitals are prescribing meal plans for patients who can't chew, swallow on dialysis with diabetes. So they're prescribing um like nutrition, like in a clinical setting. Um, that was awesome. It was great. But I wasn't, I really liked the part about preventive medicine. So I decided to get my master's in public health. Um, I graduated this June. Um, at the same time, I uh, became a certified health education specialist in April. So um, I am certified to be able to do a population assessment, uh, create a program, implement it, collect data, and report on it. So that's kind of my nutrition education background. As far as lifting goes, um, I'm a gym regular. I mean, I kind of fell in love with fitness as a kid when I was like just in and out of soccer and out of sports. Um, but learning barbell movements, I mean, I always felt really empowered in the weight room Um a lot of the times I was at the old San Bernardino 24-hour fitness, like the one off Waterman. Um, so many of the times I was the only female in the weight room. At the time, it was a separate room from the whole entire rest of the, the machines and the free weights. Like, So there was like two separate areas where they had like gym goers, right? So and it was like clearly distinguished, clearly separated. So I really loved being one of the only females like in the and I mean they had the metal weights and like everything smelled like rust all and rusty it was like and the windows yeah. would be all like all muggy yeah and it was nighttime. right next to the Hudson like that club yeah. so like if you went on a Friday and Saturday night like the walls were rumbling anyway <laughs> so 
yeah, so I still train super regularly. Um, I my focus is all almost always strength, so that's the funnest part for me. Um, and that's actually how I got to know both of you. So I think that's it. Those old school gems. So I have a question for you. Yes, so sir. you just mentioned you were the only woman in the weight room. Yeah. Or one of the few. What, one of the few. Yeah. How did, how did, I know now it's a little bit different. Now you see them everywhere and you're taking up all my machines. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but how did it feel back then being surrounded just by men and not really many women in there with you hitting the weights? Did you feel any different? Did you feel, I don't know. I don't know. How'd you feel? Like at first it was a little intimidating. It almost felt like, like, am I not supposed to go in here? Like, I mean, obviously I knew that wasn't the case, but, um, I mean, I just taught myself like on YouTube, like how to load and unload weights, mm-hmm. how to like do specific movements. Um, I'd always go with Tim. So he's my fiance and mm-hmm. like he's always been into Timoteo. lifting. Timoteo. Um, so, I mean, that kind of helped too. But I mean, our schedules don't always match. So a lot of the time I'd go train to this day, like I still almost always train alone. Mm-hmm. So um, it just kind of, I don't know, it just I just grew to love it. And like you see so many women now and that's amazing. I think that's great. But um, I think a lot of it had to do with like even the layout of the gym itself. I mean, in a lot of gyms, even before then, like a lot of the equipment was like pink. Yeah. Like and a lot of the dumbbells, the smaller, lighter dumbbells are like colorful and like mm. cutesy where like back then, I mean, it was a little bit different. But yeah, I mean, so I was intimidated at first, but it's like I've always felt empowered. I mean, if I can maneuver through a gym, I mean, and and I had no real reason. And I think we'll probably mention this a little bit later, but there's no real reason to be intimidated. Most people are in the gym to better themselves and they're focused on their own thing. So you just have to have the confidence to be like if a group of men are like in your way or like if they're using mm-hmm. up the equipment or in your mirror space, you just, you know, excuse me, like are you using this? Can yeah. I use this? How many sets do you have left? Like. Nice. Yeah, the cool thing is, and you weightlift and you powerlift and you're pretty damn strong, and you didn't accidentally turn to a bodybuilder. Like you're not huge and jacked. <laughs> like some women. That's rude. Like yeah. some women think it's gonna happen. Excuse <laughs> That's me? offensive. Yeah. yeah, she's small. That was meant to be a compliment. Yeah, it's like. Mm. Work on that. But that's always a fear, right? Women weightlifting, they think they're going to wake up one morning and be like, you know, huge and jacked and look like a, you know, one of these crazy bodybuilders. Yeah. And no, that that doesn't happen. Um, You weightlift and it gives you great curves and it gives you great strength. Like you said, it empowers and it gives confidence and something that we highly encourage every female that's in the gym to actually do some type of weightlifting, uh, depending on, on goals and stuff like that. Nice. Who's next? Who's next? <laughs> Me and Morgan just staring at each other, like waiting for somebody to. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Jill? I'll jump. I'll jump on it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I am definitely more bodybuilding based. Um, I am a professional natural bodybuilder with the PNBA. Um, I have a little bit of cool credibility, I guess you can say. Um, I took second place last year at the uh, Natural Olympia. So currently ranked number two in the world, which is kind of cool. Um, it's pretty nice. It's, pretty, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Sitting among greatness. So, and then currently right now on prep to, to to run it back and try to take that first place title and, and bring it back to the U.S. of A. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, so back on prep now and just trying to get prepared for this next show. Um, 
got a qualification show coming up very, very soon. So that's going to be out in Vegas and we'll see how that one goes. But for me, fitness started around the age of 13. Um, I grew up um, overweight in a very lean family. My brother was naturally skinny. My sister was naturally skinny. And I was just uh, the unlucky one that just happened to get the slower metabolism. And I would eat everything my brother and sister and family would eat. And I would be the unlucky one and I would gain weight and my brother would stay super lean. He's like the type of guy that would just have just abs year round. And he's in his mid thirties now and he's still exactly the same fast metabolism. And and granted, he works out, obviously he's not just like a guy who just eats bad and doesn't do anything, but he works out. He still has his occasions when he does eat good. But if I ate the way he ate, I would, I would blow up. And that's exactly what happened to me at a younger age. And so I, had to take it upon myself to actually start working out because nobody in my family was like a serious like bodybuilder or like really went to the gym like consistently religiously. And so at the age of 13, I went into my garage. I had a few weights in there and I just kind of just started just moving some weight around. You know, I had some dumbbells, I had a bench press and that was it. And so I started off just um, every single day I'd go in the garage. I would do a bunch of curls and a bunch of bench press. And I just kind of just fell in love with it. Um, I started to see my body change. I started to get more compliments, especially still being in, in um, you know, in high school. You know, um, a lot of people, you know, when you start to build muscle at, at kind of a young age, you know, you kind of get a little more compliments. And then it kind of progressed from there. Like my senior year, I won best physique for senior favorites. That was pretty cool. A little accolade uh, to kind of start off the obsession, I guess you can say, with weightlifting. And then from there on, I kind of just uh, just continued to grow and and to just teach myself, give myself more knowledge. So I would, <clears throat> I would get these fit muscle and fitness magazines and I would take notes, put posts in there, highlight certain things. And I would always kind of just, um, give myself better knowledge on lip weightlifting, on nutrition, on supplementation, just trying to find different ways to kind of hack my body and just try to find better ways to, to, to do things within the gym. Um, I had a few ups and downs when it comes to um, kind of yo-yo dieting. I would kind of put weight on and take weight off. And then same thing with injuries. I would kind of hurt myself here. And I'm sure you know, I'll get more into it later on these uh, next episodes about injuries. Um, and then at the age of 20, I got with a nutritionist. And I basically told her, like, give me the meal guide for dummies. Like, give me something. Give me a good nutrition plan that I that's easy to stick to because I didn't have a lot of money. I was working at a warehouse at 20 years old. And and she was like, okay, um, chicken, brown rice, and broccoli. That's what she told me. And I go, done. So I went to the store and I would buy bone-in chicken because it was cheaper. I would buy frozen broccoli because it was cheaper. And I would buy my rice in bulk because it was cheaper. And and I made it happen. And I would eat that four to five times a day. I didn't know how to track macros or nothing like that. I just ate clean and worked my ass off. And I started to get these amazing results that I'd never gotten in my life. And <clears throat> I was kind of kicking myself in the ass because I felt like I wasted so much time eating bad and tried to outwork a bad diet. And I know we hear this all the time, like you can't outwork a bad diet. And let me tell you guys, it is absolutely true. Cause I would be in the gym two or three hours doing weightlifting and cardio, and then going to like Carl's Jr. getting these burgers and fries and McDonald's late at night getting their chicken nuggets or Wendy's, their spicy chicken nuggets. Oh, so good. <laughs> and, but that's not, it wasn't practical for, for what I wanted to achieve. And so 
I knew I had to do something about it. So getting with a nutritionist and just making it a lot easier for me and seeing results happen so fast within like, I think it was like three months. I had the first six pack I ever had in my life. And it was just based off eating clean. I did no cheat meals for those three months because I was so extremely dedicated and I was so sick and tired of being sick and tired. You know, I was, I was, I was right. Like yeah. I, I was, I was over it. And so I just wanted to get my, my body and my health exactly where I wanted it to be. And I knew it was going to take a little bit of sacrifice. And so I had no cheat meals. I just wanted to eat clean. And I started to see my body change and I achieved what I wanted at the age of 22. I did my first physique competition. Um, I placed fourth out of, out of, uh, fourth out of 13, I believe it was an NPC. I did it naturally. So I, I thought that was a pretty cool achievement. I took a few, few years off. I started competing again at age of 26. That same, that's the same year I went pro and then, um, took another year off. And at the age of 28, that's when I, um, ended up taking second place at the natural Olympia. And so it was pretty, it's very cool to kind of look back and see how everything has kind of unfolded for me, uh, within fitness. And I just like to, continually to progress and now to kind of just share the knowledge with everybody that I've learned over, over the years. So cool little, little rundown. That's pretty cool, man. So you were a fat boy, huh? I was a fat boy and I got pictures of it too. So if you go on my Instagram, uh, at fifth Lanchel, um, I've, I've posted the progress picture a few times on there. Um, because at the age of 19, I stopped working out for almost an entire year. And so I got really out of shape. I got to like almost 255 pounds and I'm six, three. So 255 on me, um, is, is that's heavy weight. That's thick, real. That's like four C's thick. And, you know, I had the man boobs, I had the big belly, my arms didn't fill in my sleeves, like no muscle. I was, it was just horrible and sloppy. And that's when I got with a nutritionist to really kind of fix things and get, and get things back on the right track. And so I look at the progress picture from that to like, you know, obviously where I'm at now. And it's, it's super cool to see how far I've come because I struggled with weight for so long. I thought I would never get to the point where I'm at now. Like, I thought that was, I thought that's, that's what I was destined for us. Uh, this is who I am. I'm just the guy who's just meant to be a little bit more overweight and to work at a warehouse. And th- yeah. that's my life. You so know? you mentioned you started at age 13. Yeah. Um, and you were just entering high school, I believe you yeah. said. Mm-hmm. So did you start training what what was the reason? Was it confidence? What what exactly was it? I might have missed the, yeah. the reason. You know what? It, it was 100% confidence. You know, like just being overweight. Like I said, being overweight in a, in a family that's not, you know, family, they can be a little brutal. You know, they they, you know, they tease and they make jokes. And I, I was tired of it because I heard it my entire life because I was always overweight. And so I was just sick and tired of just like getting made fun of. I'm like, man, like, I, I hate this. Like, this isn't I wasn't comfortable and about, about being who I was. And I knew I had to make a change and I knew the only person that could change it was me. And I'm super happy that I realized that at such a young age, because if I didn't realize that, who knows if I ever would have really started. Yeah. And I got lucky because my, my older brother was actually the one who actually purchased those weights. I started to weightlift um, back when I was 13 years old and he kind of just left in there whenever he moved out at a, you know, he's a lot older than me. And so whenever he moved out, he left in there and that's, you know, I started to, to use them. Yeah, and, and now I feel now I feel good. Now I'm over here. I'm nice and healthy. Second best physique in the world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. We we gonna change that. We yeah, gonna bring yeah, that to yeah, number for sure. To for number sure. one, we changed that. <clears throat> Got my money on you. Hey. Uh, now my story, I guess. Uh, so, hi guys. This is Morgan. This is Morgan. Morgan Kino. So originally, my fitness journey started when I was. 13 as well i was getting into high school sports so so first of all 
the reason I would do sports is because I've always been a smaller guy, so I would always get picked on because of my stature. People, like, are, people are assholes. Yeah, so, you know, but <laughs> I was always very, very good at sports. No matter what I played, I was, because I had speed, you know, and I was really fast. I was, I was just good. I was a good athlete. So that would kind of help me with my confidence. And because I was good at sports, I wouldn't get picked on as much as, say, another kid that was the same as me, but wasn't really good at sports. For some reason, sports kind of help you out a bit. So then when I went to high school, um, I wanted to play American football, right? So my entire life, I, I didn't even know football existed until I went to high school. Uh, because when I was younger, I would I was a kid that liked to play PlayStation or yeah, I was pretty much playing PlayStation or play soccer because my family's Hispanic and all we would watch on TV was soccer or football, how to say in Spanish, yeah. right? Um, so when I got to high high school, I was I was like, what what is this? Like I was going to summer school and they're like, oh, they're passing out flyers. Like if you want to play football, this is when it starts, blah, blah. And I was like, what what is this? So obviously at that time, it's funny how they say, right? When you see a red car or the color red and or the car you want, you start seeing it everywhere. Same thing with football. Suddenly, when I turned on my TV, I saw football. I was like, what? This is football. So I decided, okay, I want to play that. I want to try it out. So obviously, me being a small guy, I had to lift weights to get some size on me so I wouldn't get crushed by these monsters. Because um, in, in high school, I think when I entered my freshman year, I was around, I'm going to say five foot two. So I was pretty tiny. I was the tiniest people in there. And... So that's how I started getting into fitness. So I started lifting weights for football. And then fast forward, high school's over. I was obsessed with lifting weights because I loved how it made me feel like I was super strong. Uh, obviously, the physical changes in your body just gave you more confidence, especially with the ladies. You know, you just feel like you could take on anyone. Um but after <laughs> take on anyone, we weren't gonna glaze over that. Just, oh my goodness! Just, just bring them on. Can you go to details? <laughs> anyway, scratch that. So uh, yeah, after, <laughs> come on, man. All right. So after high school, um, I kind of went the route of you know I had I had the, the physique changes, all this stuff, and it kind of I started gearing more towards. A little bit of partying so i kind of went to a little binge drinking phase and partying and i kind of got overweight i wasn't in shape anymore so for maybe like a year a year and a half i got overweight um i, I remember i got to about almost 180 pounds so for someone i'm five foot five now so 180 pounds on me is is a lot because right now i weigh about 150 and i'm like pretty good shape so imagine 30 pounds on my frame it was just it was not the business right so i started get, i got back into the gym started lifting weights and I was kind of training like a bodybuilder. You know, one of the first inspirations I have, which is probably a lot of people is Arnold, you know, so I didn't know he wasn't natural. I didn't know any better. You know, back then there wasn't as much information on the internet as there is now. So I thought, you know what? I want to, I needed some type of goal. So my goal was, okay, I want to train like a bodybuilder and look like a bodybuilder you know i don't want to be just like your average joe into the gym work out get out so i started doing that but then after a while it kind of it wasn't as fun for me anymore because obviously 
when you're natural, it takes longer to see progress. And depending on your genetics, you don't know what the ceiling is or how much, how big you're going to get. Or like my body wasn't changing like these other people I would see. Like my arms just weren't getting getting huge anymore. Um, so it kind of got boring after a while because I wasn't seeing progress. So I'm the type of person that I need a certain goal. I need some progress or else it just becomes kind of stale. So then that's when um, I found out about a sport which was powerlifting. And I didn't know powerlifting was for people that were fit, right? It wasn't as popular back then as it is now. Um, I thought it was just for big people, like people who are huge and a little overweight, but it wasn't. And so I decided, you know what? I want to try that sport. I want to see if I could get into it. So then I went to, a, I think it was like a, a coaching seminar uh, with a guy named Lane Norton, because of him, I found out about the sport. I used to follow him for nutrition advice because I didn't know what I was doing, obviously. So I was like, oh, let me follow this guy. He knows what he's talking about. And at that time, he was actually competing in powerlifting. I think he was one of like the best ones. And I remember he's, he told me, if you were to compete, you'd probably place like top 10 in the nation. And what, what age was this? This was, uh, so I'm 30 now. I'm say this was around 27-ish. I've been training powerlifting for four years. Well, I haven't been competing for just two years, though. So it took me about a year, year and a half to actually try to compete. Um, so he told me, if you compete right now, you'll probably be top 10 in the nation. Like, okay, well, let hey, me pursue shout this. Out, shout out Lane. Yeah, so that, that kind of, you know, just having someone of that caliber have put that belief in you goes a long way. So I was like, all right, let me let me see what this is about. Let me get some proper programming. Let's let's do it. Uh, the rest is history. Now, I'm, that's like my main passion. I still lift like a bodybuilder on the off season uh, because it's fun, you know, getting the pump, trying to grow. I still, I'm still not satisfied with how I look. I always want to get bigger, but my main purpose right now is just get stronger, compete and become a national champ. And hopefully one day become a world champ. That's like, that's my focus at the moment. So I've been competing for two years now, competed last year at nationals, <clears throat> ended up being third in the nation because of a technicality we're tied for second but i'm third so it is what it is <laughs> i have a couple american records on the bench press couple state records on everything else um yeah and that's pretty much my journey you were real strong <laughs> strong strong you, you like i didn't realize strong. you were training for such short amount of time uh yeah, yeah. same i i didn't i didn't realize that your your, your time frame of, of after of You're actual still competing. in the newbie game. Yeah. So stage. I didn't, for example, <laughs> for powerlifting, you have to do squat, bench, and deads. I've only been deadlifting for maybe like four and a half years now. And, w and what's your uh, your record right now for, for deadlift? <clears throat> My best deadlift right now. Your PR. Uh, would mm. be a 600 Ooh. for a triple. Oh. <sighs> yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I love how you uh, brought Lane to that. And um, because like you, you, you got to have somebody to hold you almost like accountable, right? Like to have somebody of that caliber say that you have greatness in you. You have something that you could do that's possible. It's, it's super cool to kind of have that and to hear that because a lot of times like we ourselves, we doubt what we can truly do. So when we hear somebody of that caliber give you that type of like positive reinforcement, it really just amplifies everything that you thought. Yeah, because, you know, you hear it from everyone else. Like, oh, yeah, you could do this. You could right. do that. But they don't really 
you know they really don't believe it. Or they're, they're just or, telling you or stuff. Or they're not even powerlifters in it. Yeah. They don't understand the sport exactly. Um, yeah, so you just need just one person to give you that confidence or belief in yourself, and it goes a long way. Exactly. And I love that because because my coach, uh, Daniel Ziegler, he's won the, the Olympia before. And so that's my coach. And so he's my you know accountability factor now, and I don't want to let him down. And and so it's like the same thing. Like, you know, he he looks at my physique and he and he tells me, he goes, you have potential to be the best in the world. And so he tells me that and I go, fuck, yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, because and it just lights that flame, lights that fire. And it's kind of like that whole it's, it's the same exact thing with that, like with, with, with you and Lane and me and Dan. It's super cool to have that. Annie, any inspirations? <laughs> any nutrition nutrition experts that helped you out no 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 well you said your dad well you said your dad was a chef though right okay so i guess i missed all that yeah well well well, we know that from from outside the podcast yeah Yeah, so yeah we know you love to cook if you guys ever when you guys follow if you don't follow her or already at loaded plates and barbell her second she (laughs) makes amazing amazing food posts all the time which actually kind of makes me jealous and I actually <laughs> have to stop myself from looking at her stories because I get so hungry. But anyway, you know, what? and it's cool because I actually got a compliment on my meal today from her. I made avocado toast and she was like, oh, you bougie. <laughs> I, I called him a millennial. Oh, millennial. Like, we're all good. But she smiled and she and she gave me like a like an approval look. And I was like, yes, if, if, if Annie approves of your meal, you're doing something right. Because I say that I see her Instagram every single day and she's always cooking food. And I, I, I just look at it and I go, I'm over here eating my rice cakes. Like, what the fuck? So I have a question. <laughs> if I hire you to help me, does that come with meals cooked included? <laughs> just buy the food. For the it. right price, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. talk after a podcast. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> All right. Um, I mean, I guess that's a little bit of a segue. So I think we all basically can say that we all fell in love with fitness some way shape or form and we continue to that's i mean it's probably all of our passion that's what we do like even if we i mean you're both competing and and um doing some sort of competition but even if you weren't you'd still be training yeah i'll say like competition for me it's that's not what fuels my fitness like whether i compete or not like i just i just love being in the gym competition or not like i i could i could see myself lifting i could see myself being old and either going to the gym or having my own gym in my garage or something but i'm always yeah i'm always gonna see myself lifting competition or not yeah absolutely same Same. it's it's definitely like a more of a form of therapy for me like i go in you know even if i don't have stress i just enjoy those those feel-good hormones you get after a workout like if i don't get that like if i take a few days off from the gym i literally start to crave it and and then when i do go inside there and i do have a good workout finally it's just like (sighs) yeah and that's completely more than just a feeling like that's physiological like your body adapts to those feel good feelings and those hormones like and you fluctuate all throughout the day obviously but almost all the time like everybody has usually a positive like positive effects from training yeah it's that reward system that your body that your body does for you for for exercising whatever and whatever it is and that's the cool thing about fitness is that you have to find what you enjoy it doesn't have to be weightlifting like 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 majority of us do it could be hiking cycling swimming anything that just gets you moving that's what really matters at the end of the day is just to get moving you know one thing i really like that 
about the fact that all three of us come from different type of fitness backgrounds is that we're not always going to agree on the same things. We, we all have different approaches and we all have different opinions and that we're probably going to see that unfold throughout all these next episodes. And, you know, and, and I think that's going to be really cool to, to kind of see. And then we can kind of debunk a few things that we think might be true and things that might be false. And, and we all kind of get, we're all going to grow together, not just with the audience, but also us, us three ourselves as well. Yeah. So we're all into fitness, but I just want to do a little bit of a, like, let's get to know each other. What are our hobbies outside of the gym or outside of fitness? So just name off a few, or you could talk about a few. Um, just so we get a little taste of what our personalities are, what our, and let the what audience, our situation And let the audience is. know how boring we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I don't, well, I, yeah, I like, I don't really party. I very rarely drink. Um, if I do anything active, it's just with my fiance and my, and my, and my kid. Like we go out, have family, family time and we run errands. And no, no, me and Brie, we like to travel a lot. Um, you know, we've been to multiple places like literally around the world. And, um, and I love to do like seasonal activity sports, like in the winter, I love to snowboard in the summer. Um, you know, Dan taught me how to, or is currently teaching me how to surf. I don't want to say I know how, cause I don't. <laughs> but i'm learning and so so yeah so for me i do i i if i'm not in the gym i'm just gonna do more different types of act, act active stuff to kind of for for fun to keep me busy same i'm i consider myself very active but <clears throat> i kind of put a limit on myself because my priority is lifting weights and i like riding my bicycle I like going on hikes, but if, it, if I do too much of that, it's going to, my training is going to suffer. So I kind of limit my, limit myself. Um, outside of that, I actually picked up a new hobby, which wasn't a hobby before. I love reading books now. It's pretty crazy because uh, maybe a year ago I wouldn't read as much. Now I think I read, I go through like at least two books a month. Um, besides that, I'm a pretty homey person. I like chilling at home or going to the movies with my girlfriend. And you like to rave. <sighs> no, okay, so yes, I am an OG. <laughs> I am an OG raver. Facts, but I take it. I've taken the, a break. The audience just woke up right now, like, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I like the. But right now, I'm taking a break. I haven't gone to raves in, I think, like in a year. Before I used to go notoriously all the time. I would go at least one or two every month. But uh, ever since, uh, so maybe two years ago, I've chilled, maybe one a year. This year, I haven't gone to one. I'm probably not going to go to one. Um, but yes, raving, I love it. But right now, I'm taking a break. For competition. Because you're, you're, aren't you on competition prep right now? No, it's just, I'm just too busy to be dropping bills and stuff on rate. They're expensive, man. Word. I wouldn't so, know, but. Yeah. They're a good time, though. Good times. For sure. I just, what I just see you in the middle, just just with your hands up, oh, all yeah. crazy, for sure, tongue all out. sweaty, yeah, <laughs> shirt off, yeah. No, not anymore because now I have skin allergies and oh, I'll break out. That that is wild. <laughs> yeah, you just recently did, yeah developed the yeah. skin uh, allergies. So, yeah. You're literally allergic to the sun. <clears throat> not sometimes I get heat rashes. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's let's that's not go into that. Annabelle, what? what uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh this is good, sir. <laughs> getting a little bit too personal. Uh, like, yeah, what are you, your hobbies? Have you evaluated your diet? I'm just <clears throat> kidding. Um, okay, so reading. I enjoy reading. I'm, I've almost always liked reading, but it's always 
it's kind of like throughout the years it's changes or it's changed like what I like reading. So I used to like reading like a lot of fiction. Um, now I really enjoy reading like uh, books from authors who cite uh, science. So, I mean, college teaches you how to look at research and evaluate research, but I enjoy reading um, people's books who take that research and apply it to send a message like through their books through so um reading cooking that's I love cooking so my dad's a cook and uh I'm Mexican so I mean that doesn't mean anything specifically but my whole family cooks my my grandma that's the way that she showed her love like cooking these like amazing meals that's how uh, making sure we were fed was that's how she showed us um, they always let me like dabble in the kitchen. So I enjoy that. Um, I have two puppies. They're grown, but, uh, Jameson and Sophia. Um, so as often as I can, I like to take them out on walks or hikes. Um, big fan of national parks. So like visiting, um, doing like one day trips, two day trips, just to a spot, like get an Airbnb. I love active trips so um I kind of center my <laughs> my trips around that like so I find like really beautiful trails or like interesting trails um and going off and just venturing um trying different like restaurants like in or, you know around the national park areas um dancing I don't do that as much anymore but I love dancing um almost what kind of dance almost any kind have you seen hustlers? <laughs> Not opposed to it. They are okay. athletes, Morgan. They are athletes. Yes. So Those are you, some amazing moves. So when you watch them, appreciate their, their effort and athleticism. That's the yeah. only reason why I look at them. Yeah, put your dollar bills away. <laughs> and I mean, I guess aside from that, just, um, I mean, I still like, I, I'm done with college, at least for now. I don't know yet if I'm pursuing a doctorate. Um, but I just enjoy like the reason I got into public health and nutrition is still the reason that I am involved. Like I love it. Um, community health education. Like I like keeping up on like diet trends. Um, I mean, food is really my focus, but uh, public health kind of touches a little bit of everything. So, I mean, that's mental health, that's physical fitness, that's um, relational fitness, like, I mean, like having good relationships, like that's important, um, connectivity, like, I mean, all that is interesting. I love all that. So, and nutrition is huge nowadays, I guess. And it's only growing, especially with the more and more trends of diets that are coming out, like the keto and, and paleo. And I swear uh, the, the carnivore diet, like there's so many out there. So I think it's super cool that we have you um, available for this podcast on this podcast so we can deep dive into pretty much everything that's going to be happening throughout these next few months and, and years because it's only going to keep getting more and more crazy so many yeah. trends pop up lots of trends mm -hmm. so it'll be pretty cool to have you clear some up yeah cool because me and morgan i mean we we, we <clears throat> real good at lifting weights like real good and eating the same foods <laughs> and eating the same foods <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the two-man podcast, it, it probably wouldn't have lasted long. <laughs> so um, what are what are your goals with this podcast? What do you what do you see as part of like the future? It doesn't have to be concrete. It's probably going to change. But 
um, when you think about PR podcast, what what is what do you what message do you want to send? What type of voice do you want to have? I kind of want to bring some easy to understand information because I, I I know how I felt when I was trying trying to get into it. I was just felt lost, and there's so much information out there, but it's all over the place. So I feel we can do a good job of bringing that to them, and then um just want to serve as some type of inspiration to people that want to get started, showing them that we have the second best physique in the world. <laughs> we have a very, very smart Miss Annabelle in here um, and me, pretty strong guy, but we all started from the bottom, right? So anyone could do it. So that's kind of what I want this podcast to be about. Yeah, definitely for me is um, for this podcast is to give a non agenda driven, unbiased podcast about fitness, um, regardless of if we ever pick up any sponsors, if you know, I don't care what kind of guests we have on the show, like, I don't want to change my agenda. I don't want to change my beliefs um, just because of industry standards. Um, if I don't believe in something. I don't care how big it is, how popular it is, or how much money is behind it. I'm going to say I don't believe in it, and I'm going to give my reasons why. Um, and, you know, the, the goal is to bring science involved as well whenever we need to. And just like Morgan said, we'll break it down for the average person to, to understand. And, then, and so the average person can be like, oh, okay, you know, I, I can make that small change in my life, and I can see these improvements. And so for me, for this podcast, that's really what kind of I'm aiming for. It's just to give raw, unfiltered truth. You know, without companies, you know, inside pockets. Nice. Yeah. We got our pockets. Our pockets are empty in here. So <laughs> I don't even <laughs> have pockets. This, this, is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> this is the truth right here. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think one of my goals with this podcast is to have fun. So even if we weren't sitting here with microphones in front of our face, I know a lot of the conversations the three of us would have would be very similar. Um, it's something we all love. Um, so one to have fun, but also I think we all are really like interested in inspiring people. The beauty of like living in an age in, of information is there's so much information. People have so much access to all kinds of stuff. So people can find influence and inspiration anywhere. Um, but I know the three of us individually have a circle of our friends and family that we love and care about that um, probably do see us more or less as like a role model. And I think what this podcast would give us is an opportunity to uh, be transparent, super transparent, um, educate to the best of our ability, um, share our own experiences, um, and then definitely give away some tidbits and, and easy to understand, easy to apply things that are going to improve other people's lives. I know the three of us are all kind of growth-minded um, in all different sorts of ways. So um, I think that's kind of the nice thing is there's so much diversity at this table, like within our families, within our um, friends or amongst our friends. So I think we can reach like a lot of people with a lot of honesty, a lot of um, education. And then, I mean, obviously some fun. I mean, you guys are little ratchets, I hear. So everybody's going to get a piece of that. We got a little. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Damn it. <laughs> How'd you know? 
age of information. Uh, <laughs> I know everything. But, so any any last thoughts, you guys? Oh man, just thank you guys uh for for tuning in and just give us a chance. Just uh keep tuning in and uh you know, really thank you guys for taking the time to click on this podcast and take almost, you know, almost an hour out of your day to to listen to us talk and you know, we we promise to bring you guys some great information in these next coming episodes. Make sure if you guys enjoy this, make sure to send us some questions or topics you guys want us to talk about. Follow our social medias at Loaded Plates and Barbells at Fitfluential and at Morgan.Aquino. These are Instagrams and uh, at PR Podcast. Yeah, PR and then a period and then podcast. And uh, we do want to start having you guys sending questions. So if you just listen to this podcast, feel free to send us all the questions you guys want that are fitness, health related, um, just BS topics that you might want us to talk Slide about in as the well. DMs with Slide those. up in our DMs. We'll take you on. <laughs> we'll, we'll think about it. <laughs> no, Morgan will take you on. <laughs> you might get a personal response from Morgan, depending what the question is. <laughs> yeah, we'll answer almost anything. Yeah, but yeah, sending your questions, we way more than happy. I mean, that's gonna give us great content as well. So yeah. don't be afraid to um to and send not exclusively fitness or nutrition yeah, just related. Anything. Yeah, just anything. 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 anything you guys want to anything. be to be, be anything about. about the human experience. Yeah, just talk yeah. to us, please. And also, if you guys don't mind, <laughs> share the Instagram page, share our podcast with your friends and family. If you guys could repost some of the stuff we put on our stories. And our on our Instagram post that'd be awesome as well. We appreciate all the support and yeah, all the you know word of mouth just marketing for us to just helping out. So thank you guys. Gracias. This is Morgan, Annabelle, and Joseph, <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Bye.